0: You're listening to Financial Insights, a podcast that helps investors through the difficult maze of financial planning and saving for retirement. I'm Brian Ullman, and I'm a financial advisor and certified financial planner at Ford Financial Group. And together with some guests and other advisors at my firm, we're talking about the issues and questions relating to finance that face our clients every day. Why do we do this podcast? The answer is because we want to be able to get important information. Out to people as quickly as possible. Specifically, if there are questions we get over and over, we want to be able to address those questions efficiently. And because if if one person is, is asking the question, ten people are wondering the question without actually asking it out loud. So over the last handful of months, you know, we, it was back in October we were saying, okay, inflation is going to be sticky. That's this is going to be a problem. The Federal Reserve is going to be raising interest rates. Uh, probably faster maybe than some people realize. Maybe even they're going to now do it faster than we even realized at the time. But the idea was, we're saying, what's what's out there? What's on the horizon? Um, so we've been talking ad nauseum about inflation, interest rates. As we talk with clients, we're also talking about Russia and Ukraine. Although, even though it's weighed on markets, I'm not sure if anybody that we're talking to is particularly worried about that issue as it relates to their investments. You know, we've had geopolitical upheaval kind of forever um most the one that strikes me most recently is uh the if you remember the iranian general that was um had a drone strike and killed him this was right before covid this is january 2020 and markets wavered to put it gently um on worries about how how Iran was going to re- respond, um, but even geopolitical stuff like uh, the earthquake, tsunami, nuclear meltdown in Japan. markets market sold off for a little while and then rebounded shortly thereafter. So the geopolitical stuff doesn't really get people all that worked up. The, so what's the question we're getting asked right now uh, that needs to be answered for everybody? Well, we're already talking about the election. Yes, November is really far away, but as usual, politics consumes everything. And so one of the most popular questions we've received lately is what could happen in the upcoming midterm election. Now, we're a long way from election day, a long way. But it's important, I think, at this point to note that a new president has historically lost about 30 House seats in the midterm election. And with the Democrats holding a historically small majority in the House currently, a swing of that size could, of course, give the Republicans control of the House. And so history would say Republicans are likely to gain control of the House and very well could gain control of the Senate. And coming into the midterms, the party that lost the presidential election is usually the more motivated party. Um, And this goes back to Woodrow Wilson in 1914. You can even just look back in recent history. Uh, The Congress changed hands in, uh, in the first midterm election under Trump. It happened under Obama. It happened under George W. Bush. It happened under Clinton. You go back to 1994 and the uh, contract with America and Newt Ging- Gingrich and all that. So this is not something new for us. One of the things I've po- we posted on our uh, LinkedIn and we posted on our Facebook page, you can go take a look, is what you can see how the performance of the S&P 500 has been in the last few decades when we have... Cong- we have a republican-controlled Congress with a Democratic president and it's pretty been pretty kind for investors uh, you can see in fact that of those years now granted the sample size isn't huge but when we have a Democratic president and the Republicans controlling Congress that is the best that's provided the best result out of the s p 500 versus all of the other options whether it's Democrats at president Democrats controlling Uh, Both uh, sides of Congress, if you have split Congress, Republican President, Republican Congress, Republican President, Democrat, you get the idea, right? I think one potential issue is President Biden's pretty low approval rating, which has been dragged, certainly, by um, some of the international incidents, whether it's Afghanistan or inflation that, uh, that has everybody upset, Um his current Gallup poll rating is hovering near 40%. And that actually extrapolates out to a, to potentially losing 50 seats in the House. Um, uh, and LPL Research and some of their partners have kind of charted this out in a, a chart that I can post in the show notes. But I think the important part here is that we're still a long way out and a lot can happen between now and November. So however Congress shapes up, There's still going to be checks and balances in place. So what either either party can do is going to be limited to areas where there's bipartisan agreement. And unfortunately, right now, there seems to be little of that. Some other important midterm charts is that the midterm election years, and we I've mentioned this in past episodes, have actually seen the largest intra-year pullbacks. So you have this from top to bottom, somewhere in the middle of the year, a pullback that goes down more than 17% on average. So that's the pullback in the middle of the year. That doesn't mean that's how the year ends because the S&P 500 index on average in midterm election years has gained more than 30% a year off those lows. So in other words, don't panic if we get some normal midterm volatility. It could be an opportunity if you're actually a long-term investor. And then finally, in a midterm election year, stocks historically are weak. We've done this, it's, we've posted this in some of our monthly video updates. We've talked about it here on the podcast. It really isn't until the election is over and that question is answered, the uncertainty is alleviated that a rally can typically take place. This is even true to a degree in presidential election years, right? We don't we don't know. Well, first of all, you over the summertime, and maybe even longer than that, you have lots of people running around telling everybody how bad things are and how they're the only ones who can fix it. Not really good for sentiment, is it? And then you have this open question of who's going to be in charge of things. And so um, every year is different, but maybe the weakness early in 2022 here that we're getting right now shouldn't be a really big surprise. You know, it's a midterm election year. They're volatile years, and we're coming off of three positive years in a row for the market. I hate to say that we're due for volatility. There's always something that we can hang our hat on. Why do we have volatility? But there's always that crisis du jour, that excuse that's causing markets to go up and down. But the question we're getting a lot right now is how do the midterm elect, how do politics shape up into this? How do midterm elections go? And I think we can summarize by saying given what we're seeing today, a long way out from November, it's likely that Congress changes hands, or the House at the very least changes hands, and that when we have divided government, we don't get big sweeping change to the left or the right that allows investors to more not have to move as quickly and not have to deal with unintended consequences. And th- that slow moving pace of change can be good for investors as we try and navigate the future. So consider that as you watch probably too much news over the next few months. And if you have questions, you can always email us at info at FordFG.com. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you in the next one.
1: The Advisors with Ford Financial Group are registered representatives with and securities are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA and SIPC. Investment advice is offered through Ford Financial Group, a registered investment advisor, and a separate entity from LPL. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Stock investing involves risk, including loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. The economic forecasts set forth in this podcast may not develop as predicted. Ford Financial Group and LPL Financial do not provide tax or legal advice or services. This information is not intended as a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security referred to herein.